Hello and welcome to the History of European Theatre podcast. This is just a short additional episode to let you know that an episode I recorded about the life and death of Christopher Marlowe is now published on the History of England podcast. David Crowther's podcast is a jaunty ride through English history since the departure of the Romans and is well worth a listen right from the beginning. If you want to dive straight into the Marlowe episode, then it's number 310A on the History of England podcast feed. Not only is it a great story with elements of intrigue and mystery and some great characters, but it will give you an idea of the way this podcast will sound when we get to the later times and have more information about the people and places involved with the creation of theatre. Do jump over to the History of England podcast to have a listen. Here's a taster of what you'll find. You've probably heard of Christopher Marlowe, perhaps in the shortened form Kit Marlowe in the Elizabethan way. If you have, then you probably know only two things about him. That he was a playwright, but not as well known as Shakespeare, and that he was killed in a tavern brawl. If you know a little more, then it's probably that there is a portrait of him. Well, at least some of that is true. He was a playwright, but in his time regarded by many as something of a wunderkind, and way ahead of that fledgling Shakespeare. He was killed at a young age in mysterious circumstances, but it wasn't in a tavern or in a street brawl as some later stories retold. There is a portrait that's said to be him, and there's a good chance that it is, but we can't be sure. That painting was discovered in 1953 in a pile of junk in the Master's Lodge of Corpus Christi College, Cambridge. Marlowe was a student there from 1580 to 1587, and the painting carries the inscription suggesting that the sitter is aged 21 and that the year is 1585 so the dates fit. Having your portrait painted as a student was common practice, many of them from the period still line the walls of the college to this day. But it wasn't an insignificant financial outlay, and Marlowe, the son of a shoemaker, was attending the college on a scholarship, so such expense seems a bit odd. In the picture, the young man is wearing a sumptuous velvet doublet that surely would have broken the rules about wearing excessive apparel, that the poorer classes were subject to in the Elizabethan University. So, there's much to suggest it isn't Marlowe, and yet I can't resist the idea that it is. His arms are folded, suggesting concealment, and his eyes are focused slightly to the left, with a look of confidence, maybe even arrogance, that suggests this was a young man on the make, a man who thought he knew where he was going. It's not evidence, for sure, and the Latin text on the painting doesn't help. It says... That which feeds me destroys me, which is so prescient that you have to think it was added later, however contemporary it looks. However, the fact that the painting was removed from public view and forgotten about works in its favour for the idea of it being Marlowe. Even before his death, his reputation outside of his plays was not that good, and the official version of the events around his death and the popular stories that were generated only helped it to sink lower. It's therefore quite plausible that the removal of the portrait was a cleansing act by the college master, erasing the memory of a fallen student. The biggest surprise is perhaps that it wasn't destroyed completely. Marlowe's short life and violent death were perhaps not typical of an Elizabethan life, but it does tell us a lot about Elizabethan society and how, amongst the governing classes, politics, religion and deception went hand in hand. And how does playwright and shoemaker's son Kit Marlowe fit into that? In answering that, we also get a glimpse of the underbelly of Elizabethan society and an idea of how closely it was involved with the grandest people of the day. In this case, the best place to start is at the end of the story. 
The setting is Deptford, a town on the Thames outside the City of London. The date is Wednesday 30th of May, 1593. That's episode 310A of the History of England podcast. My thanks to David for letting me come on and tell his listeners that story, and I hope you enjoy it too. I'll be back with the next History of European Theatre podcast all about Roman mime coming soon. If you have any comments or concerns in the meantime, you can contact me by email at thoetp at gmail.com or via Twitter at thoetp. Thank you.